You're listening to the Amber Wetterer. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald River Bates podcast with myself, Derek. And James. This is episode 79, coming to you two days before All Hallows Eve. <laughs> and all that sort of spooky shit. Yes. Or three days before the Day of the Souls that the Crow was at. Um, what was that called? No, Devil's Night? Yes. Devil's Night, wasn't it? Yeah. The mm. Was it fire it up or burn it up? They kept chanting. Burn it up. Burn it up. Burn it up. Burn it up. That annoyed the shit out <laughs> of me. really annoying. Yeah, it was. Like, there's a, oh, that was a pretty good up, movie. Burn it up. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie, bar that breaking mm. into that chant. Because, I mean, yeah. no actual hard as nails gang sits around <laughs> chanting <laughs> shit and all. Like, Maybe the insane pisshead who was doing it after his mates were being killed. Yeah, that, yeah, I'll, that, I'll that was the him. one time it was acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, not acceptable at all. They, they are talking about a remake, aren't they? Well, they have been for a long time, but They're remaking everything—it's grand. It keeps saying no, but they had that deal with um, the the gay vampire, not fucking Twilight, the actual Tom Cruise. No, the the Welsh lad, Tom Hardy. No, Luke Evans. Evans, yes, Luke Evans. Uh, he was he was um, down to play him for a while, and then that fell through. And it's just one of them. It's one of them films that. Everybody seems to agree, you know, probably should be getting another doing around yeah, now. But considering the lead actor didn't make the end of the last film, yeah. they should probably give it another going over. But I don't think that stopped them making about another two or three sequels. No, they just got I'm, a new, I'm pretty sure. They just got a new Eric Draven. And then didn't it go to TV as well at one point? I don't know. Possibly. I lost track after the first one. Yeah, possibly. I'm not sure. I know it did. I know it went super low budget for a while there. But, um, yeah, Halloween. I can only imagine, like, seeing as you go all out for Christmas with decoration-wise, I can only imagine that uh, your house must be awash with scary <laughs> objects. Full of boob-based witches. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Do you put up anything? No, it's Halloween. Catch yeah. yourself on. Come on. Not a chance. Um, obviously, you, you know... might fill a bowl and throw some grapes into it and dunk somebody's mush into it. Yeah, can you imagine, like, you know, I suppose for anybody the other side of the pond, Halloween has always been about trick or treat and what have you, and going around getting candy and all, but for the longest time here, I would say, well, I don't know, maybe anything up to a decade ago here, like, when you went around, you know, you didn't say trick or treat, that was very cliched and cheesy and American, like, we used to say, help the Halloween party. Yes. yes. And you were given fruit or nuts. Yeah, sometimes sweets. Oh, rarely. There was one person, Mrs. Yeah. Rowe, Bridget Rowe, Mrs. Rowe on my road. She was the only woman I ever knew gave out sweets, and there was a fucking queue in her garden, let me tell you. But uh, every, everything yeah, else was... People changing costumes going back. Yeah, honestly, because was, was, there was nobody else, because it just wasn't a done thing. Oh. It was fruit, you know, would have consisted of apples, oranges, bananas... Um, uh, or and a handful of monkey nuts or something like that. Like it would have been anything of those four items yeah. or, a, or a combination. Yeah, no, we got sweets as well. A mixture, yeah. No, fuck, we didn't. Like I said, I, yeah. so much so, like I said, I can name the one woman, good old Bridget Rowe. But uh, like other than that, that just wasn't yeah, the done thing. Probably named the one woman, Mrs. Kelly, across the road, who gave you epoxy fruit. <laughs> no, she was a twat. Like, right. She wouldn't let the kids, her kids, play. 
leave the garden. They weren't allowed to leave their side of the road, and they weren't allowed into the park up the road. They just weren't allowed to do anything, and look, nothing was probably inter- all drug dealers and prostitutes now. Uh, no, that was further down the road. <laughs> yeah, no, because you know the way that can happen sometimes. Yeah. You get that Uber sheltered childhood, and it just creates rebellion mm. and I guess a, a lack of understanding of things that you w- should have been drip fed and all of a sudden when you become an age where you can just go well fuck you man doing what I want and you go out and it's just an explosion of yeah. shit you're like mm-hmm. fucking Rapunzel leaving the tower for the first time yeah it was these people who thought they were better than everybody else they lived around and they weren't oh yes no because how could you be you're living next door to all these people like so that, uh, I used to always find that with certain places say like you take um, Dunboyne or Dunshockland or something like that and there's this air of pretentious kind of wanker about a lot of the people there where they think there's something, but you're kind of like, no, you're fucking spitting distance from Blanchardstown Shopping Centre. You, you're not living anywhere exclusive or out there. It might have been out in the middle of nowhere when you bought it 20 years ago or when you moved from Dublin 15, 20 years ago, but now you're as Dublin and the, the Dublin bus run out to the fucking place for Christ's sake. 10 minutes like. from Blanche. What? It's only 10 minutes from Blanchardstown. No, you have it. But, um, yeah... So could you imagine though, handing a kid fruit nowadays, like if you know, kids knock the door, yeah. trick or treat, giving it large, and then you drop a fucking apple into their bag? Yeah. I'd say the apple would come back through your window. Yeah, probably. I, I, I would, honestly, because I remember actually one time this kid knocked at the door, and he was dragging, and I'm not about dragging like a fucking dead body behind him, a black sack. Like this kid, if you stood the black sack, like you know, actually straightened it out and stood it up, I wouldn't say this kid was standing the height mm. of the black sack, like. And he was dragging this black sack, and I actually ran him. I said to him, "I said, get the fuck out! I said, what do you need more sweets for? I said, get out of here! Yeah. I said, you're not getting it." And he'd be huffy heading them. And that was his like, collection for the year. Honestly, I'm looking kind of going, "You greedy little bastard!" You're like, you know, whatever. If mommy and daddy want to stand out the side of the road with a bigger bag and let you empty your little bag into it, yeah, don't rock up to the gaff. Yeah, dragging the thing, it was that full, yeah. like dragging a black sack full of fucking sweets, like yeah, no give way. Give me some of those, you. Yeah, I was nearly <laughs> going to kind of go, yeah, yeah, hang on, I'll just put stuff in and reach in and actually fucking help myself <laughs> back out or run a Stanley knife along the bottom as he leaves it all in the garden. But um, yeah, it's uh, so I suppose. What this Thursday will be, so Saturday night, Saturday this year, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay. So I like the way that there's a certain number of kids who live on my road, but all the night extras appear. Oh yeah. Like, where did you Where did you come from? Well, that was the unless weird I see thing. you outside playing football and pissing me off, out, I'm not um, giving you sweets. Out 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 in, out in the sticks. It's uh, it's weird because they get they get driven in and dropped in estates. <laughs> like because obviously if you live out on your own. Yeah. What can you do? Tough. So you your own. yeah, but no. But for this, for this, the spirit of what it is, you, you'd often see like you'll just see a car pull up and like you know four or five kids get out of the back of the car and do a lap at a few houses and what have no, you. And you want to live out by yourself? Live out by yourself. <laughs> Which take, fancy take the house. good and the bad. Yeah, but um, what you call it? Yeah, you don't go in for the decorating and all. You think it's all for all for shit? Yeah, retarded people. No, I like. I mean, again, it's one of them things, you know. It's no different than Christmas. For, for the, for it's the, very different from Christmas. Well, obviously, the, the basis of it. But what I'm saying is, you know, you've 365 days, 52 weeks, call it whatever way you want it. You know, is it going to kill you to maybe put up a couple of decorations and yeah, enjoy something? Because it's it's going to start. For 10 of those 52. It's going to start. The start of September, you'd put up your Halloween decorations. You're putting up your Christmas ones in the middle of that. Ah, no. And you're, you're rocking onto the middle of February and putting up Paddy's Day decorations. Although, that fat, disgusting 
cornflake thing that used to live a couple of doors down from me, she used to put the decorations up like on the 1st of November. And the thing is, if she wasn't such a hateful cunt that you knew didn't give a fuck about Christmas or Christmas spirit, it was purely for the reaction. Yeah, if you ooh. actually thought that she was that into it, you'd kind of go, oh, well, that's fair play to her, that's nice or whatever. It's not. <laughs> but no, but this hateful old cunt, like, you know, she, she didn't give a fuck about any of that. It was purely for the reaction and the thing mm. to kind of go, oh, well, look, oh, yeah, oh, I'm crazy, am I? Oh, it's yeah. gas. I've these know, things but, in my house for the next two months. Yeah, but like, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've often, I, I know I've probably spoken about this before. But, like, you know, we put ours up early. Well, what I consider early, which would be the end of November, but mine come down before New Year's. Yeah. So they're only Yours up come for down me. before lunchtime on Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah the turkey is still fucking cooling. The uh, turkey's not even cooked. Yeah, yeah, the turkey's cooling, and I'm already have the ladder out for the attic. <laughs> but um, no, so that way, like, I'm only looking at them for three, maybe four weeks tops. So I think that Which that's is three rose. or four weeks way too long. No, well, there are people who would put them up, say, a week to or to ten days before Christmas, but they're leaving them up till the middle of fucking January. Now I couldn't have bought that but, shit. But that's the traditional way to do it. Ah, stick tradition up your arse, then I'll, I'll fucking I'll take my way, not the yeah. highway. But yeah, no, the Halloween thing. No, a week or two beforehand is, is grand. It's just or not at all. Either or, but um, some people in Ohio would disagree with you. The people in Ohio will probably disagree with me on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But uh, oddly enough, two stories coming uh, straight out of Ohio this week. Not Compton. Not Compton, no, far from it. Um, but uh, you had this this couple who, now they've kids themselves, so I mean, but they've done up their garden. And I have to say, it's, uh, it's pretty fucking impressive if you ask me. I don't think it's, you know, over the top or too much. I think it looks pretty fucking decent. Come and drop yourself over here and take it's, a look. At you to spend a day hooking up uh, the lecky. Oh, no, it's not that. No, this is purely physical effects. This isn't one of these people that have lights dancing to songs and all. I especially like the impaled child with the knife through their throat. As if being impaled wasn't enough. Yes. You know, they had to get stabbed in the neck as well. Uh, a guy upside down crucified. Or apparently a woman, judging by the nipples on the mannequin. Um, and then you have... There's... Oh, come on. I don't think we have to go to the video, do I? There's a video here we have to play. Uh, but we have to? Uh, yeah, it's, I'll just give you a look. It's a news report, but it's it's really it's pathetic. Like you know, it's 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 a slow news day when mm. this is news. But there's there's another per, it's, there's another body looks like it's just being wrapped in cling film and hung upside down. Here we we'll play this anyway. If you're out there with your balls out. <laughs> we don't want to scare kids. We just want to do like the homely fun of it. And, you know, but definitely no ill intent. No. Vicki Barrett says she and her husband haven't had any complaints. She says she even has a two year old and a special needs teenager and would never do anything to purposely fight children. Um, 
that scaring some kids, if we knew they were having a hard time leaving the school and that, yeah, I mean, we may have toned it down. We don't want to scare kids. Tone it. I mean, I know it's a slow news day when Dizzy is sending a reporter out to talk to these people. That's a pretty decent looking fucking display, if you ask me. Uh, it is, but it is. If you're a kid, it is scary. Oh, yeah, but isn't that what Halloween's meant to be? No. It's meant to be about scaring Sweets. people and All Hallows Eve and it's the one one night of the year that fucking ghosts can come back and blah, blah, blah and whatnot. I don't I mean, no, but... Okay, irregardless if we've been down the road from a school, which they seem to be the biggest yeah, beef they have. It doesn't matter where it is. It's like, impressive looking though, isn't it? It is. Like it's it's a, that, that's some good... It's fucking, very realistic. Yeah. Especially the one in, kind of embalmed or whatever you want to call mm. it, like wrapped up in shrink wrap and then tied, and you can see that the mouth is duct taped. Yeah. I like the fact that the upside down crucified person has two syringes stuck in their neck as well, just mm. for good measure. But if you do that, that's what you're going for. You want realistic and you want to scare people. Yeah, well, this is it. And well, I mean, your woman's there. Oh, we don't mean to scare people. You do. No, she did. Yeah, but you see, I think your woman was probably just going to go, Oh, shit, there's a reporter at the door here sticking the camera at me face. Mm. Because even when your woman said, Oh, would you take them down if you know it scares people? She didn't say yes. She kind of went, oh, well, if we, you know, we might have toned it down if we thought kids wouldn't leave the school or something, blah, blah, blah. I'd say, no, cop your fucking kids on, bring them on down the street, point it out to them, say, no, look, it's only Halloween or whatever. It's like, you know, we explained that to the kids, like, you know, if, if they've seen something in a film that they didn't like or something like that, you know, they might push to watch a particular type of film, be it, I don't know, whatever the fuck, Nightmare Before Christmas or something. And, you know, you'll explain to them, oh, no, that's just a costume or something like that, you know. Yeah, you explain it. You put it on a level that they can understand. You know, I think that that's a. I, I love just the overkill. Like I said, the fact that there's a kid impaled, but then there's a knife stuck in its neck as well, and then the upside down crucified person has syringes stuck in yes. their neck. It's complete overkill. But the city said it's freedom of expression. They've used some guy, guy the mannequins out there with a chick bent over and a dude riding her from behind. Is that freedom of expression? Where's the line here? Uh, well, that's sexually explicit. This is just graphic. So yeah, does it? Yeah. I know, but I know it's one of them things where, where you know you kind of go. Where, well, where, yeah. where do you call a halt? Like where, you you mightn't like well, your kids. Tom Green, do you remember Tom Green? I don't like to remember Tom Green. Yeah, but yeah, no, I never. But didn't he do that one time? Get a big fucking statue or something of his ma, his dad with his ma bent over or something, put in the front garden, and never like brought them out. Like they didn't know anything about it, and there's this statue of the dad bending the mahar over in the front garden or Fair something. Enough. I think it was, it was, might have even been a fountain or something like yeah. that. But uh, I don't know. But I mean, the fact of even going to the fucking city council and saying, "Oh, can you overword them and tell them to take that down?" Like it's come on, the fuck up on. Like it's it's the pussification of the world, uh, you know, all over again. Like this crap of you can't even throw out a couple of scary looking objects. Like my mom, no, she doesn't anymore. I think my yeah, dad badgered she, her into giving it up. <laughs> she like, doesn't wrap corpses and hang them from a tree. Oh, she did. No, well, I mean, well, yes and no. I mean, a lot of this stuff you see around the room here that we're sitting in um, was that uh, yeah, bar bitch, James. You know, we go with these cheesy cardboard cutout witches and giants stuck two balloons where our tits should be. But um, definitely looks better. I'm not complaining. But I mean, like, look at that severed head sitting on top of the TV. It here. doesn't look like like uh, now in in broad daylight. But you know, in the dark or something like that, sitting there. Um, then there's like the the ghost thing above your head and what have you. And then there's like that scary looking cat thing over there and what have you. But like my mom, like she used to do up the whole garden and. For Halloween, you know that extension that's on the front of my mum's house? Yes. Well, she used to leave the hall door open and she actually put together like a, a black lining to completely line out the porch black. And she had strobe lights she used to put on and what have you. And like complete full size 
monsters and stuff would be in the garden and I made her um, out of wood I made and painted up like full size headstones and all this sort of crack so I mean you know it's, it's Halloween's about getting a bit of a fright and the kids used to love it the kids would come from far and wide to see me ma's garden scared shitless and the mothers and all would be terrified because me and my brother before we'd head out for the night or whatever we'd pull on a costume or whatever and we'd hide in the garden with all this stuff so because there were so many life size things people didn't know what was us what was a dummy and all and we'd be jumping out on people left right and centre scaring the bejesus out of them and I mean, people loved it. They, like I say, people would come from far and wide. People would nearly be sending that. Like you'd hear people saying, "No, no, go on in, go on in." Where they'd be at the going off to get somebody and bring them back and say, "You, you got to go in here." People love that sort of shit. Just because you get a couple you of look three corpses hanging from a tree in the middle of the day. Yeah, but this, you're not going to take this stuff down every fucking day just to put it back up at night because then it's like it's acceptable at night. But no, I just think that like you've little to be doing if you're going running to the council giving out about somebody's fucking decorations. Yeah. I don't think you should complain to the council about anything. You go up to the person and say, here, Bob. Yeah, if you've that much of a beef with it, yeah. <laughs> but um, there was also in Ohio, though, and I don't think anybody went to the council about this, was um, people were admiring this guy's garden ornament and they, they thought it just looked so real in Mojave and it turns out it looked so real because it was so real it was the body of 31 year old Rebecca Cade um, I think I'm not sure to what degree some sort of special needs apparently very easily led yada 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 but um, this 27 year old dude Donny uh, Osmond I'm not sure his surname Coconut or something like that he confessed to our murder and he's uh, he's been held on a 2 million bond but he had the the body was like um, it was hanging off of a fence, and people thought it was like a, a Halloween decoration, but it wasn't. It was actually a bird's body Excellent. hanging off the fence in the front garden. But so I mean, you know, when that's what could be down the road from you, I'll take the fake shit. No. <laughs> well, you don't get you don't live in Ohio, so you don't get a say on it. And you wouldn't even put up a decoration anyway, so you definitely doubly don't get a say on it. Don't invent decorations in the middle of the. In the middle of the fifties or whatever for Halloween. Oh, it was definitely the Americanization. Yeah, yeah I mean, and like I don't think ten any years ago or fifteen years ago, nobody had the Halloween decorations up here. Um, when I say nobody, very, very. Few. Yeah, very. No, we would have. Like I say, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going back. I mean, what am I now? Thirty six. Yeah, so, but you yeah. put decorations up because it's July. You were. In yeah. <laughs> now, at least definitely ten years ago, maybe a smidgen more. My mum would have done that sort of stuff, because like I would have only been late teens. You know, so it is. Now, but like that, she was definitely in the minority. But now you look around, people have lights in their windows. I mean, you walk into any pound shop and walk yeah, around people are being store. suckered into buying stuff they don't need. Yeah, but look, come on here, Fight Club, chill out. It's, it's, it's once or twice a year you can afford yourself these things. It's spreading. It is. Um, like Easter's getting bigger. The more ah, Easter no, I don't think Easter, you know. It's getting there. <laughs> come on, no, nobody's bothering to stick up like fucking fake bunnies and they will be. eggs and shit. No, I don't think so. I think people are content with the fact that it's just, yeah, you're going to get a chocolate egg regardless. There's no effort required on your part and just get on with it. Yeah, there's no effort required on Halloween. You want on some half ass costume and wander around with a bag, you got some sweets. A black bag used to be the thing. Do you remember a black bag was every costume? Yeah. Or it was at least the cornerstone of every costume. Yeah. You know, a garbage bag to anyone at the... the only way to do it. That was it, you know, bit of bit of dirt on your face, black bag mm. with a head hole and two arm holes going out of it, you were a bin man. Or a plastic mask or with a, a string a, around it. a coal man, or the, the bag would be cut open and just tied around your neck mm. as a cape for Dracula. Yeah. There was a multitude of things you could use now a black bag for. Um, horror films... 
We have uh, seen our fair share, needless to say. We have. What's your favourite type? Scary. As in, yeah, we going psychological, supernatural, slasher, just... Good horror films. Yeah, but they, you know that they're the minority. Yes. Because, like, you, you know, it just it's part of the genre of that. Like, you know, it's, it's low budget, bad acting, you know, everything you had went on the camera and effects. And that's it. But would you have a preference or? Uh, no, I don't. Because it's like, as a, I suppose, it, it has, it's gotten so big that it is kind of its own sub-genre of horror. But like, you know, I love zombie stuff. But the problem with zombie stuff is the world and its brother, it was so accessible to make a, a zombie movie that the world and its brother made zombie movies and 99.9% of them are absolute dog shit. Yes. But that counts for all horror films. I think none more so than zombie, though, when you think about it. I mean, you want to do Wolfman or Frankenstein or vampires or mummies or even anything supernatural or anything like that. It can take a level of physical or digital effects that aren't needed. Like, literally for zombie, it's dirty people up with some scruffy clothes and let them shuffle around. Like, that was as accessible as it needed to be. And as such, they made for some of the worst fucking films. But I do like your old school slasher. Not your torture porn of um, hostile. hostile and the likes. I think they they were sh- they were just disgusting for the shock value of being disgusting, as opposed to actually having any sort of story or horror behind them. They were just gory. They yes. weren't horrific. I think the old, good old school slasher like Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, like it's a classic. Um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, pretty much any of that franchise. Yeah. They're you the knew cl- what you were getting. They're the classics for a reason, though. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, they are good. They do exactly what they need to do. And I, I do like a good psychological, you know, kind of psychological thriller slash horror can be good as well. Um, kind of like, but I find that they don't have the longevity. They don't have the kind of rewatchability, if you will. Um, like, did you ever see a film, you know, Nicole Kidman, The Others? Yes. Or you had one with, um, what's Goldie Hawn's daughter? Kate Hudson. Hudson, yes. Uh, she done one called Skeleton Key. And again, not so much horror as more kind of psychological thriller. And I always, like any of these that I'm recalling, I enjoy it. But, you, you know, once you know the twist, it's kind of a Sixth Sense style thing. Once you know the twist, it makes them very hard to sit down and enjoy a second time. No, it doesn't. No, you can still appreciate them for the finer points of good filmmaking. But generally speaking, when the cat's out of the bag, it's just not the same. Whereas I think a good old-fashioned slasher, you know what you're getting right from the get-go. Yeah, you know in once you watch it, for. you know where the slashers are. Yeah, you could argue that. But I, I, I just think they're not trying to be as clever as the psychological thriller, where the psychological thriller is based more on, you know, script mm. and this actual story like and the, like it's driving it forward. The 70s horrors, because they were made by good directors. The mm. Omen, The Exorcist, The Shining. Like these guys knew what they were doing. Uh, Kubrick, wasn't it? Done the yeah, Shining. Kubrick, yeah. Donner, and uh, William Friedkin. Dick Donner? Yeah. Did the Omen. Omen. Did he? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, before Superman. Oh, yeah, that's sick. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, that's sick. Uh, these no, these guys knew what they were you're doing. You know him for a few things, but like Superman is like the main one. Yeah. Or the better part of it until they kicked him off it. But, yes. Um, <laughs> he done, I never knew he done the Omen. He did. I don't think I've ever actually seen the original Omen. I've seen the Great. remake with the chick out of Born Identity, um, Julius. <laughs> <laughs> What's your original um, best decapitation scene ever? Really? Yep. No, I d- well, I don't know. I could stand corrected, but I think one of the best decapitation scenes I ever seen, again because it just seemed fresh, 
was um, Sean William Scott in Final Destination, where he kind of gets to <laughs> Ah, come on, you can rag on Final Destination. They're good <laughs> movies. You can when you try to compare it to the Omen decapitating no, people. I'm just talking about the decapitation scene. He gets like a smack of a license plate that gets <laughs> fucked out from a train going by, like, you know, hits the thing on the track, throws it, but it takes him from the mouth up. So I don't know if it still qualifies as a decapitation. Mm, I'd consider myself decapitated yes. if, I, if my head was missing from the I mouth. I wouldn't up. argue. <laughs> yeah, like he gets a pretty much kind of bottom jaw still there, top is gone. And I always just thought that that, again, it just gave that fresh perspective on a decapitation where it wasn't just a clean head off guy wandering around because it never looks real i always find they get the wrong wrong amount of neck left that it never looks real there's either too much neck or not enough neck joined into the fake shoulders to hide the guy's head or whatever the you know in the old ones it was always hard but yeah i, I never seen and even the exorcist i'm not 100 percent sure i've seen that in one no in one sitting it's definitely no i've definitely seen it but it's one of them films i've kind of Seem to come in and out of a few times and, you know, seeing bits and pieces and stuff. And I'm pretty sure I've seen the whole Shabu, but uh, probably just not start to finish one sitting. Isn't that the one with all the flies all over the window? And well, I don't think so. Is that the bit where, like, and your woman, she's stabbing the fanny off herself with the crucifix yes. and pukes a load of pea soup all over your mouth? Depends which version you watch. The crucifix isn't in all the versions. Oh, okay. Well, the one I, the version I was saying, yeah, she mm. hammers the bejays out herself, bloodies herself up nicely with yes. the fucking crucifix. Um, the Shining is one of them films. I really have to be in the humour of The Shining because of the style of film it is. It, it's 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 a, it's a it's a snail's pace. Yeah. <laughs> but the scares are good. Like the bit where that kid turns the corner on that big wheel. And those two young ones are just standing there. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's the, nobody, not a grown man, wouldn't have turned and fucking shown them a clean pair yeah. of heels. Like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I'm out of here. And everybody's there. I'd love to be pedaling around that place. I'd love to be pedaling around that place. Oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. I always like the scene with the uh, the barman. I don't know why, I don't know why or what it was about it. But there was just something about that scene with the barman. Remember, he's having the very casual back and yeah. forth with him. But... Even though he's not doing anything and doesn't do anything, there's a horrible sinister look about him or something. Yeah, he you, just you know there's nothing there. He's talking to nobody. Yeah, but you kind of nearly feel like he's talking to the devil or something. Like you know, it's it's like he's not. You know, why is he giving him this free drink? And you know, why is he being so nice to him? But clearly, you you look at him, you look at his eyes, and there's just something going on there. And that that scene always, that was the one scene that always stood out to me. And that that was a bit kind of you know a bit chilling, mm. like. The elevator full of blood was always a bit. That was a good, very good, you know, effects-wise for its time. Yes, it was a pretty impressive shot. It was. Because I can't imagine you got too many goals at getting that right. No, probably not. One take, wonder. But you um, watch the, the documentary about these five nutballs when they what the shining means. There's been Nazis and aliens, and everybody has their own theory about stuff in the background. All right. Stuff that's probably accidental, but. It, to them it means something yeah but that's one of these things where people are looking at the number of a door and yeah. saying oh well, that yeah. number was this, this and blah 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 one of the things about Native Americans and it's to do with a a, a tin of fruit at the back It's a there's an Indian on the fruit and right. there's a few in the big storeroom there's a few of them and they're lined up in a certain direction that probably doesn't mean anything dude yeah it's just, just a set designer yeah. guy was there put these on the yeah, shelf Stanley Kubrick wasn't wandering around doing what it what was 
It's been a while since I've seen it. What was the outcome? Was it just the isolation got to him? Or was there any sort of... Yeah, I think it was probably half nuts anyway. Then what was the deal with the shinnin? Like, why did the dude have the shinnin? Like, what was the point of that? Was it just so he could be called up to be killed? Yeah, just be called up to get an axe in the chest. Yeah, I think the Simpsons literally captured that perfectly. <laughs> like he comes running up, going, yeah, I'm here, ah, axe in the back, dead. That was it. Like, you've done nothing. Like, it, it did nearly seem pointless to the film. It did. But it made the, the kid be able to get some help somewhere. Yeah. That wasn't his weird mother with her mad eyes and her skinny head. Yeah, what was she in I watched recently? The Shining. What's her name? Shelley Duval. That's it. She was in something I watched there recently. Oh, fuck, what was it? That'll annoy me now. Good. Because she's got a fairly unmistakable looking mug on her, like those yeah. fucking fish eyes hanging out of her head. And Oh, fuck, what and did I watch? Stanley she was in. doesn't let you sleep for six months. No wonder yeah, you look yeah, half that, insane. That's what you look like, yeah. Um, we could pause and you could look up everything she's ever done. I might just do that because that's going to annoy me. Right, hang on. Of course. Time bandits. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to, that's what I was going to go on. What, what did I watch that's old that she would have been in? Yeah, time bandits it was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... Good movie, but like I say, really had to be in the humour watching it. It's not something I could just casually sit down to. No, but Terry Gilliam films always like that. You just Terry Gilliam's films. Oh no, I'm talking about the Shinnin as opposed right. to Time. Stop Bandits. talking about Time Bandits then. <laughs> I'm just saying she was in Time. <laughs> yeah, no, Terry Gilliam. Like, I mean, I watched Brazil via the movie box of Doom, and again, could happily never watch that film again. <laughs> like it was very annoying. Um, but yeah, no, he has. Yeah, he's he's got a particular style to himself. But all the greats do. Yeah, like when you look at any of the really noteworthy directors of their of their time, have a specific style that you kind of have to be in the humor of. Yes, or you're just not going to enjoy their movies. Like I even find, um, oh, I, I'm not I'm not sure who actually directed it now off the top of my head, but just saying about styles of films that uh, Swingers. Who was it? Uh, Doug Lyman. Lyman, that's the, yeah, the Born Identity. Um, that is a film that I just like. I, if I'm in the mood of that film, it, I find it hilarious. I find it uplifting, and I'll. If I'm not in the room, I find it dragged out and boring and cliched, yeah. and I'm just gonna go. No, oh, come on, give me a break, like you know. It's very '90s, like, but it's it. But if you're in the right humor of it, like that film is, as they would say, it's money. It is. You know that film is money. Um, go on, sure. Since we're talking about films, we might as well keep going along that vein. It's that time, people. Box of Doom with extra Doom just yeah. for Halloween. And all of a sudden, weird edits right up to your face and going backwards and flashing oh, and spinning know, around pointlessly. Like 2006's I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. 2006's straight to DVD. Yes, oh yes, yeah. Which makes it hard to find. Obviously, there was no box office, but couldn't even find any budget information. It is, again, the Box of Doom living up to its title. This is. Second, possibly third movie with a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes right. that we've pulled. <laughs> Excellent. 21% by the users. Uh, which, no, which I have to say... Is high. It, no, it's not. I, I could give it to 20%. Like, I mean, that's, you know, you're talking one star out of five. You're talking, you know, two stars out of ten. I could, I could give it that. Because I don't know if it's that one I heard straight to DVD and it's like the 27th fucking sequel of this franchise or whatever that I really expected the worst. And, and you got it. 
No, I have to say, it's definitely not the worst film I've ever seen. It's It was a little bit confused with itself. I don't think it knew what it was doing. It threw up a bunch of red herrings in the way of like the sheriff and uh, wannabe sheriff and the sheriff's nephew and... The but, sheriff's cat. Yeah, and then ultimately they give you a supernatural killer. Yes. So it was like it kind of they changed their mind halfway through making it and kind of went, no, do you know what actually worked better? Because I have an idea for a couple of deaths and a couple of scenes where in, include like some sort of a mulching combine harvester and all. So we can't have anybody dying that who can't come back. So let's make this guy supernatural. Like, that was the part that threw me. Was... Because I can't recall from the other ones, was it Supernatural before or wasn't, was it? It was a dude chasing them, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I can't recall, like I say, but that's the thing that got me more so than anything. Okay, I agree with you with the bad editing, which was probably very current in 2006 and state-of-the-art, but it... It did make it good. No, it was just this bad flickering between scenes mm. and zooming in and out and changing colours. and. But yeah, the whole making them Supernatural, I think, just would have worked from the start. Yes. Just give us that from the start because that would have then also explained, you know, just a bit more about how he was getting to where he was and how nobody could hear him coming or see him going and all. Yeah, but at, at the at the start, the uh, the the stunt, the stunt. Ugh. Did he did supernatural killer with a hook know to move the mattresses and drive the tractor? How did did that? Yeah, that. Yeah, I How did no, they arrange this? Well, I, I I took that as just accident. I don't know. I did. I, I, I just thought that was an accident. Yeah, Piss poor, absolutely weak as shit. Because what was the alternative? Coming off a thirty foot. That's got to be thirty foot, yeah. Yeah. Drop onto some mattresses. Onto some fucking mattresses. In the middle of the fair. Did nobody? Nobody. Everybody's going. Somebody was going to move those mattresses. Oh yeah. Did nobody bother to check pre-stunt? Yeah. Are those mattresses still yeah. there and not a fucking tractor leak? Yeah. And at what stage during the day did they rock up with the fifteen mattresses? Like yeah, no. and and why would you not have just came clean there and then as the yeah. yeah you know we were trying to get a bit of a fucking prank going. Yeah, we made the balls of it. Clearly, this went fucking yeah. shit faced. Mick put the tractor there instead. Yeah, because I mean you're not liable for putting a fucking tractor there and the kid dying or whatever. But like I say, I think the whole thing would have came across a lot better if they just took the supernatural route from the mm. start. And I don't like films where, for no reason, people are angry with each other. Like these these group of ex friends were all angry for no real yeah, reason. Yeah, and given that they had, um, well, I guess it was a twelve month cool down period, wasn't it? Yeah, and they're still all pretty. Everything they said, they were at each other's throats over. They're just yeah, all pretty fucking cheesed yeah. off. But um, no, but like I say, I don't know if it was just if I gave this thing the grace of going into it expecting the absolute worst that I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't even really like it, but it was. But at the same time, I didn't dislike it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad that it, I didn't struggle through it. I watched it. It was what it was. I will never watch it again. But it's not the worst movie I've made. So therefore, I could wholeheartedly back that twenty-one percent and say, yeah, no problem. Like I say, two out of ten, I could give it that. No, I couldn't. It was bad. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> right, we'll agree on one out of ten. Then we we'll split the difference. Um, we are recording on some old microphones and uh, thus to anybody who knows anything about anything about me I have forgotten our box of tricks which also included the movie box of doom so what do you want to do about this I've asked Darren to pick us a film from England okay yeah, I've given him a 20 minute time limit horror I've asked him to pick us a film well it's Halloween let's deal with the spirit well, we do just give him a chance to get back to us anyway 
Yeah, we'll just write him back and say make it a horror yeah. because he did give us. If you remember, he did pick last year's, which I believe was. Um, Would you rather? Yes. Which didn't turn out to be too bad at all. But that wasn't last Halloween. That was the. Oh, be the no. No, I just remember him picking a film. Ipso facto, we got a horror film. So <laughs> maybe he's just predisposed to, to pick horror films. So yeah, we leave it in, in the capable hands of Trip. <laughs> capable uh, hands. Yeah, come on. <laughs> We're struggling here. Come on, just work <laughs> with me. Um, yeah, so we'll see if he gets back to us and says whatever it is. Oh, hang on. I'm just look, looking at my phone. Loading <laughs> messages. Of course, it's you. Um, so anything wild or wonderful? I had a boxing movie night. Okay. I watched Southpaw right. and The Hammer. Corolla's The yes. Hammer. Okay. Not Mark Hamill and Frank. Yeah, because it's not about wrestling. Yes. Right. Mainly Mark Hamill. Oh, it's actually about Mark yes. Hamill. Oh, okay. So is it like one is it an actual biography or I, I haven't watched it. I watched oh. the other one. Okay, so you watch Corolla's Hammer and Southpaw. Which is uh, an insanely buff and fucking shredded Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. getting his Rocky on with 50 Cent, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Being the Donald Trump character. And didn't even to be broke, though. Didn't he file for bankruptcy? He was just in a movie this year. Yeah. Well, did he not get paid? Maybe the movie was made last year and he blew his, his fat cash. No, it couldn't have been made last year. I wouldn't imagine so because Nightcrawler was made last year as well and Gyllenhaal only weighed about fucking six stone of that. So there ain't no way that boy got no, up to that, that size. Pro- Nightcrawler was out last year. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was shot earlier in the year because if you remember, I, they came I out don't care late about in the, the year. eating habits of Jake Gyllenhaal that much. Yeah, I do. When he goes from Nightcrawler to fucking <laughs> Southpaw, I do because I want to know what the boy is fucking eating. But go on, anyway. The Southpaw, it's okay. It's predictable. What's very the ba- um, from what I gather from the trailer, he seems to knock the snot out of some dude, gets prison time or something, and comes out and has to remake his career or something like that? No, not at all. <laughs> the trailer misled me, yes. something fierce. He's the the champ. Yeah. He's uh, at a function, and he gets into it with the, the new up-and-coming challenger, and somebody drops a gun or shoots a gun, and his missus gets, gets shot. Okay. And Mrs. Gyllenhaal dies, and then for some weird reason, Jake goes a little bit mad and gets done for uh, being having a gun, being off his head, and be having the kid in the house, and the okay. kid gets taken away. Right. Like his first offence, and no, nothing's taken into consideration. Yeah. On to his side. Just now, take the kid. Yeah, take the kid. Give it to 50 Cent. So. Make Blanny too. They, they take his gaff, take his cars, take everything. Right, why? Because uh, he is boxing 50, 50 cents stole his money. Oh, okay. So 50 cents like a manager type thing. Yeah, it's He's Don a, King. Uh, Don King. Yeah. Didn't you say Donald Trump a minute ago? No. <laughs> I said pretty Don sure King. You, I'm pretty fucking sure you said Donald Trump because I was going to go on. How the fuck is Donald Trump yeah. playing into a boxing anyway. movie? Maybe no, I heard Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. I'm pretty sure it took people's money as well. Okay, go on. We'll see. Uh, then he ends up working in the gym with Forrest Whitaker. On the comeback trail. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, I. Yep. I love that. Did you ever see that picture and caption? It's uh, when somebody says so, something so stupid, you get Forrest Whitaker, I. <laughs> you know, going to pull on that face. It's going to go, what? Go yes. on, sorry. So he's suspended because from boxing as well. Who is? Whitaker? Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Then he gets a, a exhibition fight and he twats the dude 
So he gets brought in as short notice to fight the the guy who's now the champ who was in the fight where his wife got shot. Who was the up and comer? Yeah, it was now managed by Don Donald Trump King. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and of course he wins. Of course he does. On short notice. Um I remember one of the complaints I heard about it was like that it was overly long. So much so that I had two or three training montages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any more than one training montage is, is one too many. But he gets the job in the gym training people, so there's a lot of training involved in the gym. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, your Rocky-esque montage, yeah. pulling fucking plows and running through snowy fields yeah, and whatnot. It, it is a Rocky-esque montage because you're seeing the, the Ivan Drago, Donald Trump, Donald King. Style of the dude. Yeah, and... Yeah. Then Forrest Whitaker is training a man on a horse and cart. Yeah. <laughs> Running him up and down yeah. the, the steps that Rocky done on a horse and cart. Yes. Um, and then what about the hammer? Uh, much funnier. Yeah, well, not hard. It's, come on, it's Corolla. It's got to be funny. Um, what is the deal behind that one? He's... Uh, he's a boxer. He's a boxer. He's just turning 40. His girlfriend leaves him. He gets the chance to spar with this guy and knocks him out with his, his left and right. then gets the chance to go for the to the Olympics for the trials. Okay. And it's about there's training montages for that. Right. He's trying to get his his a new girlfriend and talking to his Nicaraguan builder mates. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I did hear a bit about that where they're all going, Nicaragua or whatever <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, you didn't think it was so great when you're trying to get away from the place yeah. like um, So if you like Corolla you'd You'd like that, and it's it's funny. Yeah, it'll be like uh, Road Hard and that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I I'd imagine Road Hard is a lot harder to watch if you're not a Corolla fan. Yes, because it's a, it's a certain style of comedy, very dry style of comedy, like. But um, no, I must give it a look. I must get it off you and give it a look. This is good. See, um, get all boxy for the night, because yeah, South Paul was one of them that I didn't intend to see, but then just never got around to. I was disappointed because it's Kurt Sutter wrote it. And after oh, liking Sons right. of Anarchy so much, this is terrible from him. Like it's yeah, but you know, again, Kevin Smith wrote Tusk. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, you watch fucking Clerks, Clerks Two even. Like would you oh, be I considered a lot too. more mainstream and higher budget than anything else he'd ever worked on? Uh, you know, Mallrats, another classic. Like and then you watch Tusk, like it's a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, not funny dialogue is to shit compared to some of his other stuff and all so like you know everybody's allowed an off day or just a particular topic or type of film that just doesn't suit their style and what else has Kurt Sutter done anything else though uh, or The Shield a lot okay. of work on The Shield and then this and something else on TV that's out now see because I would argue that with Sons like um, Sons of Anarchy the first two seasons which I know that was all he had written was two seasons like, as far as I understand, am I right in saying that that was what he was writing it as and he was going to box it off and then they just kept throwing bags of money at him saying, no, write us more, write us uh, more. I don't know, probably. Um, I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere that when he originally wrote that, it was wrote as a two-season thing. Cause the, and if you ask me, that would play right into my expectations of it and, you know, that the first two seasons were brilliant. Yes. And then the third season was a little bit dragged out, spent a bit too much time in Ireland, which was very clearly... Not Ireland. Of, yeah, very clearly a couple of wild shots were mm. got in Ireland and then the rest was filmed on yeah. a back lot somewhere. 
hedging in Ireland looks very different from hedging in California. Yes, just a smidgen different. So do the fridges and all. Big yeah. big American-style fridge freezer with an ice dispenser on yeah. it. What the fuck's anybody in Northern Ireland need an ice dispenser for? Fuck's sake, it's cold just as shit. outside, you barely need a fridge. Yeah. Um, but like that, if you ask me, like it went to shit after that. I struggled with season four, and then I'm pretty sure it was season five was when I quit on it. I just gave up. I was just like, I can't watch this anymore. So, like, you know... Maybe he was a bit of a one-trick pony. Maybe he just had that one or two good seasons in him. Yeah, possibly. It's like, oh, excuse me. It's like Ricky Gervais. Like, I mean, pretty much everything he has done in the way of, well, with the exception of I've never religiously watched The Office, but with Extras and with um, Derek and... What was the other one he done? Oh, But anyway, all his four seasons were really, really strong. And I always found that the second season struggled a lot and was a lot harder to watch. It, just, it was like he, all his gold went into the fourth season. Mm. Like he had some great ideas, used them all up, and then you know, bought enough money, throw a big enough bag of money at anybody they're going to write you the second season yes. or the third season or fourth season or whatever way it works. They probably have to. It's probably in, in the contract. Could be contractual, exactly. Yeah, it actually could be contractual. So maybe they, maybe they purposely write a bunch of shit just to get out of it then so you won't renew it for the third yes. season. <laughs> Possibly. I see you've got your phone in your hand. Has Trip gotten back to you? No. Oh, Nothing. The one time that lousy fucker isn't sitting by his phone. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, probably sitting on it. Well, he's on the jacks. He's <laughs> playing fucking Snake or something. Do you want to just pick something out randomly or? Uh, no, we keep talking about Kurt Sutter. <laughs> yeah, I'm all out of Kurt Sutter talk. Is yeah. he still banging fucking Peggy? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, I downloaded Edward Scissorhands for the kids there the other day. I didn't kind of forgot or didn't maybe you only become aware when you're around minors, shall we say? Like there's a fair amount of graphic content in that film, and inappropriate content for kids. But I would have considered it very much a family film. Uh, yeah, well, it's the early nineties. Like he, he ends up just knifing a dude in the belly and pushing him out a window. Like that's pretty much the, the fucking the third act. He gets chased Frankenstein's monster style out of the town, retreats back up to the house he was living on up in the hill, and the dude comes up and starts going to shooting at him and whatnot, knocking his girlfriend around, and he, he ends up just walking over to him, calm as like, just fucking gives him some in the belly, a big fucking fistful of knives, and then pushes him out a window. Fair enough. Somebody's shooting at you, you're loud. Um, at one point, his mates are talking, um, not his mates, the Winona Ryder's mates, the, the bad guy day to day, and they're talking about him, and they're saying, you know what, how would he even hold our hand, or something like that, and your, your man comes down and says, yeah, imagine the, the damage he could do somewhere else, or something <laughs> like that, and you're just kind of going, yeah, it's a little bit inappropriate for a, a family-friendly film. Daddy, daddy, what does that mean? Yeah, daddy, where is, where is he going to do damage, like? But, uh, no, In I the mean, back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> but it just said, uh, what made me think of it was, there was the promiscuous L one in it, remember the one who kind of, She's always giving allowance, and she always it just reminds me. Of, it reminded me of Peggy, from uh, Peggy, yes, and Peggy from Futurama, whatever the fuck, yeah. But uh, it really reminded me a lot of horror. But it was a sort of thing where, like I say, just ultimately watching that film coming on. Yeah, it's probably a little bit inappropriate for kids like, to be watching that. Is like she's trying to seduce him at one point, pushes pushes him into like a treatment or salon chair, and she's opening her top right out to where like it's completely open down the middle, and you can see full cleavage and all this horror crack. And of course, the girls are kind of going, "What's she doing?" I was like, "Oh, she's um, 
Trying to see if there's something in his eye. <laughs> on. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure now. And then we should probably watch something else. Yeah, that that was it. That's because I'm looking at the ways. I'm kind of going. Does this get much worse than this? Because I don't remember this. Like, Depp get his dick out. Yeah, I, I know Edward fucking penis hands. I remember thinking there was like a fucking parody, porn parody. You know what I mean? Them. I think there was one called Edward Penis Hands, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah, once he was an Edward Scissor Dick, <laughs> she was probably going to be all right. But um. A lot of kids' films, Home Alone, is not kid-friendly. The lads are getting battered. Oh, yeah. I must look up that video again, how many times they 14. die. Marv dies 14 times. Yeah, 14. They're brilliant videos. What are they called again? How many times does Marv die? No, but there was a string of them, wasn't there, over yeah. other films as well, where they look at the hypothetical injuries people sustain in films. Die hard. And yeah, and say, like, what? Well, yeah, yeah, he walks on all the glass and all this. We wouldn't need it, a tetanus yes. and infection and blah, 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 yeah. But yeah, poor old Marv and Home Alone, he got a right to him. But yeah, well, you know, the only thing being is you could argue that when it's served up with a slice of comedic value, it makes it a bit more palatable and it's just ha ha ha. Because I always loved the scene in Home Alone 2 when he's chucking the bricks down from the top and um, what's it, Marv and Joe Pesci's character. Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci's all like, well, I'll throw another one and he just keeps ducking the ball. Unbeknownst to him, poor old Marv's getting them in the mm. fucking head every time. Like, and he's on the ground, oh, oh, like, no more, no mm. more. He's got these brick marks all over his head. Where he's the reality dead. is he's lying on the ground dead, bleeding from the eyes and yeah. ears. Like, <laughs> But it, like, it's just funny because of the way it's kind of sold to you. But whereas Edward Scissorhands wasn't, it was a very somber, macabre sort of film where yes. it's, it's about a dude that was living up on his own and he was making a, a guy and for some peculiar reason felt it appropriate to give him scissors for hands while he was making the real hands yeah. just leave him with no hands he'd be yeah, grand that's it yeah the, the <laughs> no hand option has definitely yeah. got to be better than the scissor hand option a lot less can go wrong yeah well yeah he's not going to hack himself up trying to fucking scratch his eye yeah. or something like that but um but that was Borton I think I think kind of that was at a stage where Borton could do it all wrong he was at a coming off a of Batman and stuff and I think yes. they let him make anything he wanted at that stage wouldn't they yeah unlike yeah, now yeah work away Tim yeah grand yeah. you're grand you and Johnny over there, fire away. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just get Johnny Depp in, it'd be, it'd be fucking sound. Apparently he got, um, him and Winona Ryder going out when they made that, or met on the set and started going out, and he got a tattoo that said Winona forever. Yes. And then got to change to Wino forever. <laughs> Reminds me of a tattoo thing I see in a line, um, this guy's that are getting on his wrist, uh, Lauren obviously his girlfriend's name or something and then they split up so he got the little dude on the polo horse and Ralph wrote above it <laughs> so he like basically had it says Ralph Lauren on his wrist <sighs> now as opposed to they just got it lasered off yeah I gotta imagine burnt yeah. off Sons of Anarchy style well it's the sort of thing where yeah it's funny when you're 23 or 4 you, you laugh at it and it's going oh yeah it was this board blah 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 huh? but then you know all of a sudden that 33 43 53 mm. and you have mm. a Ralph Lauren logo <laughs> On your fucking wrist? Yeah, mate. You're it's like idiot. there was a dude I knew, not the sharpest tool in the shed now. He was the boyfriend of... It doesn't matter anyway. It's one of these weird connections. Sharp tools. But he got a Nike logo tattooed on his leg. Okay. Just right here on the calf. Nike logo. Just a swoosh. Didn't say Nike. No, it was Nike logo. And you're kind of going like, what the fuck is that all about? Like, what yeah, are you, walking advertisement? Like... A fucking footballer who'd be offered millions to do it wouldn't fucking be dumb enough no. to do that. And some of them boys are pretty fucking dumb. They are indeed. But, um, yeah, Nike logo. It's like, was I telling you about the, the guy I know who wanted to get 
the quote from the Flash. Yes, I'm Barry Allen and I speed along really, really fast. Yeah, and like this guy's not fast to my knowledge. Not Barry Allen. And his <laughs> name is not Barry Allen. And there's many other incarnations of the Flash which he is oblivious to because he's not even a comic book fan. Yeah, when this TV show gets cancelled next year. That's exactly that. what I did. I have to say because he's made some kind of rough ideas of tattoos and he's he's come up with some bullshit. And I've always kind of grinned and kind of listened to him and kind of went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this time I had to. I said, nah, look oh, it, man. Dude. Seriously, <laughs> look it. There's a lot of things wrong with this. There's many different versions of the Flash. You know, you have Wally West, Jay Garrick. You know, there's, there's different Flashes out there. There's not just Barry Allen. You're basing this on a TV show that could potentially be cancelled this year. You wouldn't know. You know, could just fall yeah. in bad favour, could get cancelled. Not a great TV show to begin with. Yeah, no, it's good. I like it. I do like it. That's a matter of taste, so we won't even bother with that. But it's just the fact that it's such a flash-in-the-pan idea. Now, but this guy is a mess of... Like tattoos that mean nothing, bar seemed like a good idea at the time because of who he was hanging out with or what mm, he was watching or what he was listening to or whatever. And you know, he, he's he, he's becoming like fucking Cape Fear, like you know, <laughs> he's just sporadic, meaningless tattoos scattered all over him. And I mean, he's only young, he's only mid 20s, maybe, yeah, that's something like that, you know, far too young to be having what all the nonsense fucking tattoos he's got all over him but that's one of the things that kind of bugs me with like I have a full sleeve on one arm and that was because I kind of graduated from having a couple of sporadic tattoos realising I'm going to end up looking like Cape Fear unless I just kind of work on one or two pieces so the one that was on my back I got extended the one on my arm extended the one on my leg extended and eventually the one on the arm kept extending to the point of where it ended up being a sleeve but you see these kids going around now and it says nothing more than like you know daddy has a fucking deep pocket when they're fucking dripping in ink, two full sleeves and all, and they're just going to go, that shows me nothing more than the fact that you walked into a tattoo parlor and said, give me two sleeves. Yes. Oh, I have money. That stuff over there. Yeah, because 90% of it's all waves, smoke, mm. fucking all just filler and a bunch of meaningless shit in between it. Like. Yes. And now, not that I think tattoos should have meanings. I mean, I don't go for that whole Miami ink. Oh, me fucking dead goldfish was bought in this shop that was ran by a guy who knew this fella, who knew me granny, and now I've got this tattoo. Like, I don't get mm. that sort of but shit. But you should have some idea. And getting them all done when you're young as well, it's pointless. Like, think about it. Yeah, well, my sleeve, I would argue, like, my sleeve encumbers the first tattoo... I ever got which I was 15 years old and I I didn't finish my sleeve if you will until I was da, 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 2007 it would have been so yeah fucking 30 nearly yeah give or take 30 years of age yeah just kicking mm. the arse off a of 30 you're rocking around at 19 with full sleeves of yeah. stuff that means nothing. nothing more than I had the money to get this yeah. plain and simple but, um, yeah, no, so, I mean, I got mine over the course of about 15 years. It developed into a sleeve. I had a half sleeve for a good while and then eventually brought it down and got the forearm done and what have you. But, yeah, it's a then weird one. And you also have to think about it. Are you going to end up in a profession that these things are appropriate? Yeah, well, true enough, because, yeah, when mine started, I was just an employee. I worked in a place. I worked for a recycling company, general operative you know, so therefore, bringing it down past the elbow, because our uniform only consisted of a short sleeve top, wasn't really a huge option. I did, it did eventually come down to the one where I had it on my elbow and stuff, 
But at that point, I was well in there and knew it wasn't an issue. And then mm. by the time I became a barber, I knew because, you know, cutting hair and styling people's hair, it's all about self-expression and what have yes. you. So therefore, it's not really a trade where you would be condemned for being a bit individual. And then especially when I went out on my own then, that was when I really kind of worked it down. And it's not quite the back of my hand, but, you know, my tattoo comes down to just touching the back of me. It would be just below mm. the wristband of a short or whatever by about an inch. But, um, but it's not but, up your neck or yeah, but I, weird. Yeah, because, you know, there's like an old joke where, I mean, the tattoo on the back of the hand within the trade, if you will, in the biz, as they say, it's known as a job stopper. Like, that's what it's known as. Like, you know what I mean? There's a mate of mine who's a tattoo artist, and he'd often, he might post up saying, you know, oh, I'm doing a job stopper today or something like that. And, like, it's a tattoo on the back of the hand. Because I remember seeing a post one time that I thought was very funny. Can't remember the wording that was funnier than the way I'll put it. I'm not that articulate. But it basically said something along the lines of, like, nothing says I want a life of unemployment or a life <laughs> on the dole more than a, a neck tattoo. Yeah. Or something. It was something along those lines, but a lot wittier than I'm putting it. But, um, That's it. You've committed to your gang when tattoos are approaching your face. Yeah. It is. It's one of those things, yeah, kind of the, the teardrop or something beside the eye or the little razor blade or something behind the ear. And I'm talking about neck tattoos because they look really good on some people. I think it takes a particular type of person, a particular body type, a particular style, and then they just look terrible on others. And that's probably 90% that they look terrible yes. on. Well, what's the story? Have we got work back from Darren? No. He's Want to just pick a film or uh, how do we do this? Okay, well, failing Darren getting back shit now and getting back to us and um, us not having a numbered list of the movies. We do have a list of the movies, but picking one out randomly would be near impossible bar me just scrolling up and down and James shouting stop or something like that. So I figure, as soon as we were talking about it earlier and James was pulling me over for not watching the original, um, we will go with the original Omen. Yes. Um, because I have seen more or less, I'm pretty sure, The Exorcist in one form or another, and I've definitely seen The Shinnin. So we'll, we'll go, go with The Omen. We'll go with The Omen. What year? The late 70s, early 70s? 74. 74. Before Superman. Obviously. Um, that was something that we omitted actually last week, talking about time travel movies, Superman. Right. He returns the earth around. Yes. That always terrified me as a kid, that <laughs> bit. Remember when he pulls the door off and he's screaming that Lois is covered in clay? Yeah. That always <laughs> just... Again, you know, it's weird no, no, how the, the sensibilities the, of a child can be affected. Like, you watch a film about Superman. Not as scary as Richard Pryor, the robot. Oh, man, I fucking hate <laughs> that scene when your woman gets pulled into the yeah. into the machine. <laughs> that, it, that was the it's stuff. Terrifying. Of, yeah, it's claustrophobic or something. It's the stuff of nightmares. It, it really is. I'm pretty much all of nuclear man scenes. <laughs> the stuff of nightmare. <laughs> but, uh, no, but, yeah, that scene with the robot, yeah, you're spot on yeah, with that. Yeah, that freaked me out. Yeah. That and, like I say, just that one scene where Superman loses his shit and screams. And, ah, yeah. Lois yeah. is covered in clay. Yeah. Ah. If only I could dig her out with my superpowers. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that terrified me. But, yeah, so Dick Donner's oh. The Omen. Yes. Okay, that'll do for next week then. It will. Right, so we shall leave it there. No, no, I have a complaint. Oh, God, really? Imagine yes. that. The shocked look on my face yeah. here, people. Go on, hit me but up. Watching the news yesterday, and the Pope was on the news. Okay. Who's pope. our Pope now? Benedict? Am I right in saying that? Uh, Francis? Oh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The Pope. Yes. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> he was meeting the travellers or pikeys or jippos or knackers, whatever you want to call them. Call them what you will. From around the world. And there was a 
an Irish contingent. Of course. And some of them were from that fire a few weeks back, which oh, killed yeah. a heap of, heap yeah, of people. Yeah, ten of them or so, one, yeah. of one family. And you had a, a kid, and a mother or a guardian, meeting the Pope. Right. And the woman has her phone out, and she's taking pictures of the kid meeting the Pope. She's standing beside the Pope and doing this. Right. Do you think somebody somewhere will have a photograph of this? Just put your phone away, meet the Pope, get your thing done, yeah, and somebody will give telly, you a photograph. It's going to be, yeah, someone's taking a picture. Yeah, but... Like, you don't, you don't need your phone at all times. No, like, not that it would be exclusive to the travelling community, shall we say. This just but, happens to be who it was. Yeah, but you're talking about this like they're fucking functioning members of society who know how they should go on mm. like they know what etiquette is or something like that we're talking about fucking jippos here yeah. we're talking about people who break into houses and steal the copper fucking bo- boilers out of and pull pipes out of floorboards and all mm. for fucking quick cash we're talking about the sort of people that break into your fucking car and rob you rob tools out and then offer to sell them back to you you know what i mean we're talking Boss. about the fucking scum of the earth here yeah. You know, the only good knacker's a dead knacker, if you ask me, because they've never contributed anything to no. anybody. And the <laughs> worst thing I ever heard was there about a couple of years ago, and I, I don't think it came about, but they were basically looking for, like, racial status, that, like, they wanted to be recognised, like, you as know, people don't work. Well, traveller to be recognised as a race, which is the mm. worst thing you could ever do, because then they can play the racism card for everything. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> you know... Let's face, let's call a spade a spade. Bar throwing down a tin layer of tarmac in somebody's garden that's going to sink the second the car drives on it, or putting up a dodgy bit of fucking fascia, or selling stolen tools at a market. What have they ever contributed to anybody bar suffering and fucking misery? Uh, horses. And horses, <laughs> and fucking horse shit, <laughs> and everything that goes along with it. But I, I and they're the worst travellers in the world, they don't travel anywhere. No. They just settle somewhere like a fucking virus and destroy that part yeah. of wherever it is they are. And after the, the fire... They wanted to relocate the the halting site. That's right. And some people complained. Not on our road. And it was there. big news. Like yeah. it, this thing made the news for over a and week. People were giving out saying you should let them. No. Yeah, the people were saying you should let them. You ever see? Okay, where's your road? We'll yeah. fucking put them on your road and see if you've got that let them attitude. Yeah. That's always the way when you got some fucking shy bag bleeding heart is going to turn around. These are the same people that'll tell you junkies have an illness, that they're sick. No, they're fucking junkies. Yeah. They're not sick. They haven't got an illness. Nobody stuck that needle in their arm. No, the same way an alcoholic, nobody pour, held them down and pinched their nose and poured that point yeah, down their neck. decided this is the you way I want to live. You made a conscious decision as a fucking adult or child, which then you chose to keep going in your adult life, fucking deal with it. And if you choose to live in fucking squalor and whatnot and in the sort of conditions where 10 people can burn to death without alerting each other, well, the you chose to live that way, so you brought it upon yourself. Is like you could have a house if you probably wanted one. Of course they could. There's plenty of settled travellers, if you yeah. will. You know, again, why do you even fall under the category of travellers beyond me? Maybe it's because the jippo is politically incorrect. I think so. We're going to get one of these call-out videos now on YouTube. How are you? You're a couple of conscious. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. Are you fucking... You get the fist, you will. You get the fucking fist. Yeah. You're fucking innocent thing, yeah. You'll yeah. be one of these videos beyond YouTube. In a lane now. somewhere. Calling us, yeah, yeah, calling us out to some fucking lane way to have a, a bare knuckle fucking boxing match. Uh, that's assuming that they mm. have internet on their side. But then there's some uh, travellers who are quite nice. When you bring them home, they give you a nice tip. Everything's grand. And there's some that threaten to, threaten to fight you outside the halting site, and if you win, you get the fare. Yeah, but <laughs> the fucking tip is coming out of stolen money or something like Doesn't that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, oh, look at Jippos, fuck them. Yeah. Um, 
That's done, all, folks. You're doing complaining. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, you just don't put me in a great humour. Right, for uh, me, that, Derek, it's goodbye. And for me, James, I'm full of cheese. Jog on. Thank <laughs> you.